0: This is an excerpt from a sermon by Ralph Erskine entitled Law Death, Gospel Life, or The Death of Legal Righteousness, The Life of Gospel Holiness. Some of the qualities of death to the law. It is a universal death. I do not mean that it is common to all the children of men, though it be a common death to the children of God and to every one of them, yet it is a rare death among the children of men. The whole world lies in wickedness and are dead in sins and trespasses. Few are dead in this sense. But what I mean by its being universal is that the man is dead to the law in point of justification. He is dead to every part of the law in its old covenant form, to the precept of it, to the penalty of it, so as he is not to be justified by the one nor condemned by the other. He's dead to every legal form of the law. His gospel obedience thereto is no part of his righteousness for justification before God if he should endeavour to make his gospel obedience to the law as a rule of life in the hand of a mediator, any part of his righteousness for justification, he so far turns the covenant of grace and the duties required therein into a covenant of works, and he seeks to live unto that to which he is and should be dead. It is true, the form of the law in the gospel covenant does not require obedience for justification. But yet this corrupt nature is prone to turn to the old bias and abuse the proper form of it by turning of the rule of obedience into a rule of acceptance. If a man make faith itself an act or any act or fruit of it, the matter of his justification, he turns it to a covenant of works. The believer is dead to faith itself in this respect. Yea, faith renounces itself and all things else but the righteousness of Christ for justification. In this sense, he is dead to repentance, love, and other graces. He is dead to every obedience to the law as a covenant of works, to his natural legal obedience before his conversion, and to his spiritual gospel obedience after conversion, which, though it be a righteousness that God works and is the author of it, yet because it is the believer that is the subject and made the actor thereof, it is called his own righteousness or conformity to the law, all which he renounced in the matter of justification desiring to be found in christ not having his own righteousness that is after the law but the righteousness which is of god by faith see philippians 3 9 so that i say it is a universal death second point it is a lingering death it is not easy to get the law killed Something of a legal disposition remains even in the believer while he is in this world. Many a stroke does self and self-righteousness get, but still it revives again. If he were wholly dead to the law, he would be wholly dead to sin. But so far as the law lives, so far sin lives. They that think they know the gospel well enough betray their ignorance. No man can be too evangelical. It will take all his lifetime to get a legal temper destroyed. Though the believer be delivered wholly from the law in its commanding and condemning power and authority or its rightful power that it hath over all that are under it yet he is not delivered wholly from its usurped power which takes place many times upon him while here though remaining unbelief through remaining unbelief third point it is a painful death It is like the cutting off of the right hand and plucking out the right eye. The man hath no inclination to part with the law. It is as natural for him to expect God's favor upon his doing so and so, and to expect life and salvation by his own obedience or doing as well as he can, as it is natural for him to draw his breath. If we do our best, God will accept us. That is the natural language of everyone. Was wedded to the do and live of the first covenant and oh what a pain is it to be brought off from that way to die to the law is most unnatural strange doctrine and legal pains and pains of conviction and humiliation must be borne before a right thought about dying to the law can be brought forth fourth point it is a pleasant death it is painful at first but pleasant at last Oh, how pleasant is it to see self-abased and grace exalted, self-righteousness cried down and Christ's righteousness cried up in the soul. Wisdom's ways are pleasantness. And this way, particularly, wherein no flesh does glory in his presence, but he that glorieth glorieth in the Lord. He rejoiceth in Christ Jesus and hath no confidence in the flesh. He doth joy in God through Jesus Christ, by whom he receives the atonement and grace requiring through righteousness to eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. This death is a pleasant parting when the man is brought to a parting with all his own rags for a glorious robe. Fifth point, it is an honorable death. To be dead to the law is a death that brings honor to God, to Christ, and to the law, and to the believer And to the believer. It brings honor to God's holiness, which is now satisfied by Christ's doing, and honor to God's justice, which is now satisfied by Christ's dying. It brings honor to Christ, for now the man values the righteousness of Christ as being indeed the righteousness of God, and full, sufficient, perfect righteousness. It brings honor to the law when instead of our imperfect obedience we bring to it an obedience better than men or angels in their best estate could give it even the lawgiver's obedience which indeed doth magnify the law and make it honorable it brings honor also to the believer himself he is honored and beautified with a law abiding righteousness truly meritorious and every way glorious this is the honor of all the saints sixth point it is a profitable death. It is a happy death and a holy death. Profitable both for happiness and holiness. Profitable both for justification and sanctification. Our legal righteousness is unprofitable. I will declare thy righteousness and thy works, for they shall not profit thee. Isaiah sixty-two twelve. It is unprofitable for justification. For by deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified. It is unprofitable for sanctification, for his filthy rags do not do rather pollute him than purify him. But the righteousness of Christ is profitable every way. They are happy that have it, for they are justified from all things which they could not be justified by the law of Moses. They are holy that have it, as will appear in the sequel of our discourse. Being dead to the law is the way to live unto God.